Thank you for tuning in to Love in Your Hands with Cynthia Clark, soulmate palmist, spiritual teacher, love coach, author, and speaker. We're sharing stories of love and connection and lessons learned along the way. This podcast is sponsored by loveinyourhands.com, the place to ignite soulmate love fast using an innovative system to help you end loneliness and toxic relationships and elevate your vibrational energy to soulmate love and deeply compatible partners. Get started for free at loveinyourhands.com. And now here's your host, Cynthia Clark. Hello, hello, everybody. Uh, My name is Cynthia Clark, and I am your soulmate palmist and spiritual teacher. Uh, You can find me over at loveinyourhands.com if you're interested in finding long-lasting love. So today I'm going to be talking about letting go. Okay, so why do we hold on to things and and what's that all about? Uh, This includes people, uh, situations, could be a bad habit. Uh, Toxic relationships especially are interesting to look at. Uh, We're also going to, to look at how this shows up in your hands. So I'll be talking about uh, some specific areas of the hands, and we'll be talking about what can we do about it. So, uh, so I hope you're excited to learn a little bit about this. So the first thing I want to talk about is that we have subconscious attachments. These are emotional attachments, and they come from different places. Okay, so for example, uh, your life lesson shows up in your fingerprints. Okay, your fingerprints have, you can think of them like a map. They form five months before you're born and they never change. And you come in as a soul with a lesson. So you come in to learn a, a specific life lesson. So sometimes when you have a a perceived negative situation. For example, if you're always attracting the wrong type of partner, this can be a life lesson that you are learning. And you're going to probably see it in different forms uh, throughout your life. Okay, so for example, my life lesson is the fear of being seen. And so I struggle sometimes and I sabotage myself quite often, actually, uh, by either not setting things up the right way or not having the right people around me to support me or not setting up the right time. There's so many things that I do, uh, but it's so good to be aware of what your fingerprints have to tell you because it can give you a whole new perspective on your life and and it's terrific. So that is one way that it shows up. Uh, It could also show up as a past trauma. For example, let's say you were four years old and you got lost in the grocery store. You're with your mom, you got lost. Uh, Suddenly you're abandoned, right? And you end up having this fear of abandonment. And this can create, especially in that very influential time of your life when you're under age six, 
uh, what we would call an energetic wave collapse. This is a vibrational energy uh, that gets triggered by an emotional event. And so this trauma gets locked into your body, into your system, and suddenly you feel like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be abandoned. And that can carry through your entire life from that point on. And so what'll happen is that you will cling because you're insecure. You'll cling to people, you'll cling to situations, and these situations are not necessarily in your best interest, right? <laughs> and your brain knows this and it's like, why do I keep attracting this into my life? What is wrong with me? And the truth is um, that nothing is wrong with you. You just have 95% of your life is actually subconscious and that is what's running the show. So if you have a program that says I'm going to be abandoned, then you're going to create that in your conscious waking life situations that validate that. Okay. So that is another way that this can occur. And the third way that this can show up is in a karmic uh, balancing. So again, we, we don't come in as a blank slate when we come into this life. We come in with certain obligations from our previous experiences. Our soul is eternal. Our soul is, uh, we, we've done other lifetimes. This has actually been proven in uh, studies. Uh, there's a lot of people who have had near-death experiences who have seen the other side, have seen their past lives. There's a process called past life regression uh, that's very, very well established. And so we know we've, we have, we come in with stuff. And ultimately we come in to balance our karma or our obligations. And so sometimes we may have a contract with a person who we have, we have a plan to balance that out. So we may actually choose somebody who is toxic for us because we're balancing out a, a karmic contract. So the good news is you can, I mean, the, the universe wants to support you and the universe wants you to be happy and joyful and, and successful. And we're all here to learn our lessons and move on. So one, the good news is once we learn the lesson, we don't have to repeat it. You know, we can, we can actually grow and evolve and go into a new vibrational energy and be in a whole new space. So that's the cool thing. And so how can we actually identify this? Uh, well, you, what you can do is you can recognize, you can start to look at your life and recognize the pattern right? You can ask yourself, hmm, what situations am I in where I'm not very happy or I'm, I seem to be sabotaging myself uh, or situations seem out of control and really look at the pattern. Okay. Uh, the next thing, 
which always is my go-to, is look at your hands. <laughs> so you may think, oh, I don't have a problem. <laughs> well, guess what? You do. <laughs> and how do you know? Your hands will tell you. Your hands will show you exactly what is going on. There can be no denying it. The hands do not lie. That is one reason why I love palmistry and palm reading so much is it's just right there and it will tell you what is going on. So I want to just give you a little heads up on what I call the water quadrants of the hands because of course this pattern of holding on to things is emotional and this emotional pattern is going to show up in what we call the water quadrants of the hands. Okay, so we can divide the hand into uh, what we call quadrants. And so the section closest to the thumb is actually the earth quadrant. The section that is up by the index finger, this is going to be the fire quadrant. The section underneath the little finger and the ring finger, this is going to be the air quadrant. And the section lowest on the palm and farthest away from the thumb is what we call the water quadrant. Okay, so you can further divide the hand into quadrants in different sections. And this is what we call the heart chambers. They represent the emotional patterns that can show up. And I drew little circles here for people on the live stream. You can see uh, where these emotional sections are. And what this is, is a map for you to actually determine where you might be stuck and what you might be holding onto. So the more you can understand your hands, the more you can understand your own patterns. So for example, I'll give you a good example because we're on the theme of abandonment, right? Okay, so let's say you feel like your, your pattern, okay, so you recognize your pattern is I am going to be abandoned. So therefore, I'm going to cling to a relationship way beyond when I know it's better to leave. Okay, that would show up in what we call your Saturn quadrant which is located on your middle finger. That's your Saturn finger. And it would be the Saturn heart chamber, which is the bottom part of the, of the finger in that section of water, which is going to be, again, over here towards the opposite side of the thumb. Okay, so if you have a horizontal line going through that section of your hand, that is an indication or a confirmation that you have a blockage in that particular heart chamber. So each of the different heart chambers actually will represent different areas of your life and you can kind of narrow down uh, what some of the patterns are. So it's really fun to actually just take a look at your hands and see, okay, well, how, how bad is this, right? <laughs> How much struggle am I actually experiencing right now? Uh, and, I, and I want you to look at your active hand, okay? The hand that you write with, okay? This is gonna show what's, what's going on and what you're moving into right now. Uh, your passive hand may also show very similar things. 
um, but it will be more of potential, you know, to be aware of that it might become a problem, but it doesn't mean it's a problem at the moment. So if we have this feeling and we can recognize it in our hands, okay, so how do we move out of this? And this is really the most important piece is, you know, once we, uh, if we stay in unawareness, then we're probably just going to keep repeating the pattern over and over again. So even if we get out of that relationship, let's say we're in that toxic relationship, we get out of it, but we're probably going to just keep attracting another one and another one and another one. And we're going to be like, wow, why do I keep attracting these people who abandon me all the time? Right? And that's why it's because we haven't learned our lesson or we haven't been able to actually recognize the pattern so that we can start to shift out of it. Okay. So this is why it's so important to have, have your hands read and, and analyze this to see what's going on. So the next thing you want to do is you want to look at what is lost by continuing to hold on to this pattern. Okay. And what I mean by that is, okay, let's say we have this fear of abandonment. We're holding on to this toxic relationship and we know it's time to get out of it. And what do we do? What are we losing by holding on to that relationship? Well, what we're losing is we're not actually able to attract our soulmate partner because we're not available, right? We're stuck in this horrible relationship. Our soulmate is out there wanting to meet you, <laughs> wanting to be with you, uh, an actual match who would be good for you and help you in, in more of an expansive way to help you grow and evolve and also be much more joyful. But because you're holding on to that toxic relationship, how are they going to meet you? You're not available. Energetically, you are not available. Uh, and even if you meet them, which is possible, you're still not available and you're not going to get into that relationship. Okay, so this is why it is so important to recognize the quality of your relationships, the quality of everything really in your life. You need to know where you stand. You need to take a good look at what is going on uh, and not in a judgmental way. Okay, this again can can just like lower your energy, lower your vibration, but more in a curious way. Okay. I'd, I'd prefer that you be curious about your life <laughs> because if you're in that sort of Mercurian curious energy, it's like, Hey, well, maybe I can change this. And guess what? You can, of course you can. You're not doomed to stay in <laughs> bad relationships the rest of your life. Um, so it is really important that you uh, just be very gentle with yourself in this process. You know, I, I could beat myself up over two years. I was in a toxic relationship and it was I kept going back and going back and going back. And we had uh, multiple breakups and multiple reconciliations because I hadn't learned the lesson yet. And maybe we also had a karmic uh, balancing going on, too. I'm, I'm actually pretty sure we did. So, so look at that, look at how, what do you have to lose? And then the next thing you need to do is ask yourself, how am I 
creating this pattern within myself. In other words, how am I abandoning myself? And the answer, once you go into that little deep space of quiet, right, that meditative space, and you actually ask that question, you might be interested to see, again, it's that mirror we're learning about ourselves. And it's going to show you, wow, okay, I've abandoned myself in a lot of ways. I didn't stand up for myself when, you know, my partner told me off. Uh, I just put up with some of the bad behavior. Um, you know, there's so many things that we do every single day and we just, we do it. Remember, it's unconscious. So we need to become aware of the pattern, okay? So then you ask yourself, okay, I, you, you can identify, all right, I'm in this toxic relationship. I am ready to move out of it. What can I do instead? Okay, and this is really important because this is the pivot, right? We want to pivot into something new, a new thought. We have to create a new thought, a new feeling in our body, right? Because this is all vibrational. So you can't create a new you with all of the old energy, right? You have to change your energy. You have to change your vibration. You have to change that marking in your hand, you have to move it out. It needs to disappear. That line, once it disappears, you know you've moved it on and it's gone. Now it might come back if you're not diligent because again, especially if it's a life lesson, you may have to repeat it again and again and again in different ways, but you get better at it, especially as you start to recognize it and you start to look at what's actually going on and you, you become a little detective. Okay, so I want you all to become detectives, <laughs> okay, in your own life. And I want you to analyze those relationships. I want you to look at them very critically, but kindly, okay? And, and don't blame yourself. Don't blame your partner. Uh, it's, it's the vibration, right? It's simply the vibrational energy that you have attracted into your life, and you are working on learning that lesson. So then you can ask yourself, okay, now that I know it, I recognize it, I want to move out of it, how can I not abandon myself and really make a list? How can you not abandon yourself? <laughs> okay, that means you got to be there for you. You got to start making choices where you are there for you first and foremost. You got to say, okay, I am ready to take charge of my life. I am ready to be in my power. I am ready, willing, and able to own my authentic self and doing it with the utmost love and kindness. And as you do that, you will have, then now there's four things you're in charge of, okay? You're not in charge of the other person. You're not in charge of changing their mind. You're not in charge of uh, controlling them, <laughs> you know, make, don't, don't make the mistake too of thinking that you can change who they are. Don't do that. You need to change you. Everything is within you. Maybe they'll change. Maybe as you change your vibration, they will change. But I don't want you to focus on that and think, oh, I'm going to rescue them. I'm going to make them so they don't abandon me again. <laughs> uh, no, that's the wrong way to think. 
what you are in charge of is your thoughts. Change the way that you think. So if you're thinking abandonment and insecurity, it's time to start thinking empowerment and what can I do to not abandon myself? The second thing is you're in charge of your emotions, okay? It's okay to cry, by the way. It's okay to get mad. It's okay to get frustrated. But you don't want to be in that all the time. You want to go into, okay, what is the opposite of this abandonment energy? I'm always supported. Wow, isn't that great? <laughs> if you could start being in that vibration, that would be amazing, right? So you want to start asking yourself, how am I supported? How can I support myself? How can I be in that vibration? You are in charge of your actions. Okay, so the, the, the actual things that you do every day, you're in charge of that. So where you put your attention, where you put your feelings, where you actually take steps every day. We all have the same amount of time in the day, 24 hours in a day. How are you spending your time? This is something I would challenge you to take a look at. And if you're in low vibrational activities, you're probably going to stay in low vibrational energy, right? So we want to move out of that. And the last thing, of course, you're in charge of is your reactions. When somebody pushes your buttons, what do you do? You need to stand up for yourself, sit up straight, <laughs> be tall, right? Be tall and be in your power. Don't let people step on you. If they're going to abandon you, say, okay, great. I'm going to find somebody who is even better and who I can trust and who values me for who I am because I am a really great person. And if you start telling yourself that every day, you're going to start feeling that way every day. You're going to start making different choices every day. And you're going to eventually see a different result in your life. It will show up. It has no choice but to show up. Right? So let's do it. Let's make a commitment right now, right here, that you are going to take a good look at your life, a good look at your patterns, a good look at your hands, and really get to know the patterns that are going on in your life that you don't want to deal with anymore. And instead of being in that victim mode of like, oh, there's nothing I can do, we know that's not true, right? Because we just learned. We're in charge of our thoughts, our feelings, our actions, and our reactions. And we can change patterns and bring in a beautiful soulmate relationship or just a better habit, a better way of being, a better reaction, right? And we can choose love. And ultimately, that's always my message. Uh, when we choose love, what is the loving choice for you? Then you're probably making the right choice. Okay, so just asking yourself, is this a loving choice for me? And if it's not, why are you continuing to perpetuate it? Okay, so uh, I hope this has been really helpful for you and really useful. If you happen to be single 
and you really want to find that soulmate partner, that is actually what I specialize in, helping people to realign their energy, realign their thought patterns, their behaviors, all of those things, they all tie together, they all mesh together. And I've also created a brand new system using palmistry to help people actually understand who is their soulmate match. And it's a whole new way to look at matchmaking. So you can have a tangible way to actually identify your soulmate partner. So if you're interested in this, I have a free service. Just go to loveinyourhands.com and you can sign up to uh, meet other people for free. And it's a beautiful, um, it's a beautiful way to get started. So thank you so much for uh, tuning in. And I'm excited to uh, hear of some insights that you maybe got from this uh, particular lesson. And as always, you can leave a comment. I welcome your comments. And if you're also interested in being a guest on the show, uh, please just go to loveinyourhands.com forward slash podcast. And uh, you could be chosen to for me to read your hands right on the show. So uh, thank you. And remember that life has more meaning when it's shared. Take care. Thank you for listening to Love in Your Hands. Please rate, review, and subscribe to show your support. Have a question for Cynthia? Just post a comment. This podcast is sponsored by loveinyourhands.com, the place to find soulmate love fast. Start your free Soul Connection membership today, upload your hand photo, discover your relationship archetype, and start finding soulmate matches. Just go to loveinyourhands.com to get started.